Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Jason Dedeker teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Uh, somebody is dancing with their like bottle of booze. Yeah, so somebody, by have, somebody you mean Jace. <laughs> yes, right? not you, not you. Yes, it's, it's because <laughs> Annalisa. It's because uh, yeah. this. Oh, what is it? Yes, this bottle. I just I have to skip to this because I'm just so oh, excited. Okay, okay. This, dancing with this bottle of tequila is the closest that I have come so far in my life to dancing with Dwayne The Rock Johnson himself. <gasps> yes. Wow. And that yes. is because I ordered some of his brand of tequila called Terramana. Terramana. Uh, I got the Reposado and it's delightful. Uh, quite nice. I mean, it's, you know, it's not like an Añejo or something. It's not some super fancy thing, but it's quite nice. And I thought it would be good to kind of celebrate the Rock today. I mean, we should celebrate him any day, That's every day. Yeah. yeah, every day. Every single podcast episode is celebrating The Rock, really, if we get down to it, which is <laughs> not what true. I expected when we first started the show. <laughs> I don't think any of us would have predicted that this is what it would turn into, that it's kind of secretly The Rock fan cast. But welcome, everybody, to Drunk The Rock Study. <laughs> now, Jason, when you drink that, which I can only assume is the pure bottled essence of the rock himself, does it yeah. kick you straight in your candy ass? Oh, for sure. Yeah, but like in the best way. It's, <laughs> it's a real delight. <laughs> Indeed. That's mm-hmm. lovely. Oh my goodness. Well, my mother is very interested in the beautiful painting behind you, Jace. She is. Okay. It is a lady. Yeah. I feel like she needs to be a part of like drunk Bible study lore in some way. <laughs> so please tell us what is the deal. Yeah. So I believe we may have talked about her once before, a few months ago yes, on drunk Bible study. Before we opened her out of the package and released the curse. Yes. This was before <laughs> released her into the wild. Before Dedeker had ever seen her. Uh, she had just been in a box for years, which is a really sad fate for a lady. But basically, this is um, a fairly large-ish uh, oil painting portrait of a lady that has been in my family for quite a while. And this was a portrait that was given to my grandmother mm. by a friend of hers who said, here, I, I want you to take this and destroy it. What? And yes. <laughs> Literally. It's like a Stephen King novel. Explicit okay. instructions. And wasn't there also a layer of it where the reason she wanted to destroy it is because like people in her family were fighting over it or something? I think that, I don't know where speculation begins and, and truth ends <laughs> in that way, but it was given to her and said, get rid of this, like destroy it, throw it away, something like that. So instead, my grandma put it up in her living room. And so I, you know, grew up at Nana and Grandpa's house seeing this portrait on the wall. And it's one of those ones where the eyes kind of follow you when you move around. Like it always looks like she's looking at you, which I thought was super cool as a kid. And now she lives here with me. Uh, I refer to her as the lady, always with 
the, always with the definite article before her name. <laughs> Indeed. But there she is. And also, we joke that this is the reason why Jace still looks like he's in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. Like, she's kind of a picture of Dorian Gray's situation. Yeah, but I was I also, really, really hoping that the moment that we opened it up, I would also get this strange blessing slash cursed of eternal youth. So, yeah. Well, it hasn't been enough time to see. So, jury's still yeah. out. Time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Indeed. I haven't laid my own eyes on it, but hopefully someday. Um, <laughs> Yes, it's quite beautiful. I do love it. And I also think that you should go on Antiques Roadshow and try to see, try to assess how no, much Emily, that painting is I, worth. I need to pause you there because oh. to even think about selling this portrait, I think that's going to bring that we would sell it. intense, intense curse down upon the family. I think right now the yeah. lady is kind of appeased because mm-hmm. got it. it's like mm-hmm. the ring, you know? It's like you share the videotape and it's like we're sharing the lady. She's on the wall. She's... She's sharing her joy with the world, but the idea that we would get rid of her, I think would really, Mm. really rumble up some bad, bad spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not intending you to get rid of her. I just want to know how much she's worth. Don't worry. Just for fun. Don't worry, the lady. I will never get rid of you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Don't even worry. You're going to pass her down to someone (laughs) someday. (laughs) Sounds good. Someone's going to get this painting and I'll be like, the opposite of my grandma. I'll be like, whatever you do, do not destroy this or get rid of it. (laughs) Do not. Or you will regret it. Indeed. Amazing. Wow. Okay. Well, let's move on to other very old things that are scary and we can't destroy them called the Bible. Mm. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah. Good transition. Indeed. Yes. I'm trying to recall what happened. I Last week, I know that I was saying names wrong left and right. Sorry to our editor, Leia. I apologize. And to all of you listeners. But you know what? That's the way that I roll. I can't see these names and... I, they just, it's like it short circuits something in my brain. I'm like, those two letters, those three, four letters, they don't belong together. <laughs> but, but yet they do. So, besides that, um, let's see. Ishmael killed Gedalia. Yeah, it was the whole that was fun. political intrigue yes. and assassination attempt that we tried to warn Gedalia about and he didn't believe it. And then he paid for it in the end. Yeah. Indeed. And then Ishmael just kind of bounced and he's like fine out there somewhere. I don't know. No one's seen him to this day. Yeah. <laughs> no. He created this has, portrait yeah. and it was passed down for generations. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Exactly. And then besides that, I don't know, like usual stuff, Babylon's Babylon is conquering people. Well, well Jeremiah is happening. predicted that Babylon is going to conquer Egypt, so we can't go to Egypt. And so he's telling Got people, it. don't go to Egypt. Yes. Yahweh's saying, don't go to Egypt. But they're like, Screw you, we're going to Egypt anyway. Yeah, that was kind of where we left off, is we're going to Egypt and you're coming with us and you're going to like it. It's going to be bad news, I'm assuming. The theme <laughs> of Jeremiah is just Jeremiah being like, whatever you do, do this or don't do that. And they do the opposite, always. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, poor Jeremiah. I I'm, I understand now why he's sad. Mm. He's a sad boy because nobody listens to him. He's got a lot him. of reasons yeah. to be sad. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, Jace, we know what you're drinking. Are you just drinking it straight? Or are you drinking it with, like, no, how, how just, is this happening? I'm just drinking it straight because it's delightful. Wow. Yeah. Oh, good. Goodness. Yeah. Good tequila you can do that with. Exactly. Um, Dedeker, how about you? I'm having a nice uh, Southwest Sour from Colonial Brewing Company, which oh. on the can claims to be a fresh and vibrant cleanser, which makes me think I should be putting it on my face. But it's it's nice. I love a good sour beer. <laughs> I think you can put beer on your in your hair, and that's really good for it, right, Chase? Right. Yeah, what? it's supposed to be good for your yeah. hair. Because it, it closes down the cuticles mm. by being kind of acidic, I guess. Do I want them to be closed? That'll make your hair shinier. If you're going for volume, oh. probably not going to help you. But if you want mm. shininess, 
creaminess and smoothness, then closed cuticles is what you want. Now, do you need like a premium beer, a cheap beer, <laughs> that, a draft that I don't beer, know. a craft I beer? Think people do it with like Bud Light. I don't know. I mean, Dedeker and I aren't going to get volume anytime soon. I assume if you're <laughs> right. just going to toss it into your hair, it would be a cheap beer, but I don't know if that affects it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I have to brag because I'm very impressed with my drink today. I, I didn't know if it would turn out the way that I wanted it to, but it totally did. You can't see it in the video as well as I would like, but this is a blueberry mojito, which I've done before, but I added butterfly pea. Oh, of course. Our favorite oh, ingredient. The pea yes. of a butterfly. <laughs> magical, magical butterfly pea. At the top. Yeah. So it creates this really stunning gradient of like, kind of really dark purple at the top and then it fades into this like sort of uh, red color at the bottom. It's cool. Butterfly pea, if you can get your hands on some, go nuts with it. This is just a classic mojito recipe, but also with blueberries added to it. So I'll post it in our group. Lovely. And then, yeah, I'll find some butterfly pea, everyone. It it makes everything pretty. Yay. (laughs) Ask for consent from the butterflies first, please. Yes. Don't just go they it. have nothing to do with it. I don't know why it's called that. It's just a plant. I don't I don't kill animals in any way. It's just a plant. <laughs> All righty. What are we doing today? All right. Today, we're continuing on with Jeremiah. Exciting news for all of you out there. This is the third to last episode of Jeremiah. So excited. Last time, we thought there were going to be more episodes, but we kind of restructured and recombined them so that it's only going to be three episodes of this and then two more. So today we're reading Jeremiah 44 through 46, and then Psalms 55 and 56. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Jeremiah chapter 44. The word came to Jeremiah concerning all the Jews who lived in the land of Egypt, who lived at Migdal and at Tapanes and at Memphis, Tapas, <laughs> Tapanad, and Memphis, and in the country of Pathros, saying, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, You have seen all the evil that I have brought on Jerusalem and their cantiasis, and (laughs) on all the cities of Judah. And behold, this day they are a desolation, and no man dwells therein. Because of their wickedness, which they have committed to provoke me to anger, and that they want to burn incense and to serve other (laughs) gods... Sometimes I feel you're like just really, you're really channeling him today, uh-huh. Jace. You're like, this has turned me into the rock his tequila has. Clearly. This is also just sort of reminding me of my parents and like everyone else in their generation who is just like so upset by burning incense that it's like the thing that bad kids did or something is, like that. Is that a what? Is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Wait, among, hold on. Among Christian parents or among boomer parents? Because my mom was Christian, but she started out as a hippie. And so incense, I was raised on Nag Champa. Yeah. She's also a boomer, but not, yeah, but she's an incense boomer. She's an, is that, is that, a, <laughs> is that an archetype, an incense boomer? It is now. <laughs> oh, Definitely. man. Okay. So first entry in that, in that dictionary, my mom. Okay. There's plenty okay. others. An incense boomer. Check. <laughs> okay. Okay. They, they want to 
burn incense and to serve other gods that they didn't know, neither they nor you nor your fathers. (laughs) However, I sent to you all my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them, saying, oh, don't do this abominable thing that I hate. But they didn't listen, Mm, mm. nor inclined their ear to turn from their wickedness, to burn no incense to other gods. Therefore, my wrath and my anger was poured forth and was kindled in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, and they are wasted and desolate as it is this day. Now, therefore, shoot, therefore now, (laughs) thus says Yahweh, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, why commit you this great evil against your own souls? To cut off from you man and woman, infant and suckling, out of the midst of Judah, to leave you none remaining? And that you provoke me to anger with the works of your hands, burning incense to other gods in the land of Egypt where you are gone to sojourn. Oh, okay. So are we establishing that, okay, not only did they go to Egypt when he said, don't go to Egypt, but also, as it seems to be the case with Israelites, as as soon as they get anywhere... They're just doing exactly the opposite. They're so desperate to have a God other than Yahweh that as soon as they get any exposure to other gods, they're like, yes, please. Oh my God, yes. That's really... Horus... Horus is an Egyptian god, right? Yes, Horus, take all my incense. You seem way more chill than Yahweh is. That's a fascinating observation. Like literally as soon as they can. There's just like everyone is is an upgrade compared to Yahweh. Gosh. See, oh boy. Well, I think a lot of people would feel rough about you saying that. I know, I'm sure. But, but, I'm speculating but as a non-Christian me. person ever. But yeah, I bet people would be upset. But that's fine. I mean, I, I hear you. I, I see you. Thank your you. Observation. I feel heard and seen. Thank you. Good. I, I actually learned a really cool word last night while I was reading some more of that Children of Baal book that I oh. had started reading months wow. ago and told you about. And then I just kind of didn't pick it back up. But you really are one of those people that just like can set something down and then five months later pick it back up. Still committed to the joke. Yep. Exactly. I'm very impressed. (laughs) Yeah. But I learned a word in it, which is monolatry. Monolatry. As opposed to, we're familiar with monotheism and polytheism, right? So monotheism is a belief in just one God. Polytheism is a belief in and worship of many gods. Monolatry or monolatrism is that you believe other gods exist, but that you only worship one of them. And it's interesting okay. that I was like, yeah. That's almost what this is. That ma- right? That makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of more the story we're reading is not about monotheism, but about monolatry. Ah. And then there's also another word called henotheism. Hen- henotheism, which is where you worship just one god, but that you don't deny that others can worship other gods with equal validity. See, there you so, go. So this is definitely the monolatry thing where it's like ours is the only good one, but the other ones are real or sort of mm. real. But like we only worship the one versus like it's I've, cool I've if you worship those. Heard of that because I, I I feel like my remembering of history, especially when thinking about like the Greek pantheon and the Roman pantheon is that you would have certain subsects that would break off, right? Where they're like, oh no, we're really devoted to Aries and... Right. He's the only one that we're gonna we're gonna focus on. Um, and the other gods exist, but we're super, super devoted to to this one. So I guess that yeah. makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, well, fun, fun trivia today on Trunk Bible Study. That's cool. 
so you've gone to sojourn in Egypt, that you may be cut off and that you may be a curse and a reproach among all the nations of the earth. Have you forgotten the wickedness of your fathers and the wickedness of the kings of Judah and the wickedness of their wives and your own <laughs> wickedness um, and the wickedness of your wives? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Which is this Jeremiah? He's really angry right now. He's Yahweh speaking through Jeremiah, yes. Got it. Uh, of course, of course. And the wickedness of your wives, which they committed in the land of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, they are not humbled even to this day. Neither have they feared nor walked in my law, nor in my statutes that I set before you and before your fathers. Therefore, breath. <clears throat> Therefore, thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will set my face against you for evil, even to cut off all Judah. I think we drink for repetition with setting my face against you. That was one of our old sure. classics. You know what? Oh, okay. Means. Sure. An old classic. I will take the remnant of Judah that have set their faces to go to the land of Egypt to sojourn there, and they shall all be consumed. In the land of Egypt shall they fall. They shall be consumed by the sword and by the famine. They shall die. From the least even to the greatest, by the sword and by the famine, they shall be an object of horror, an astonishment, and a curse, and a reproach. For I will punish those who dwell in the land of Egypt as I have punished Jerusalem by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, so that none of the remnant of Judah who have gone into the land of Egypt to sojourn there shall escape or be left to return to the land of Judah, to which they have a desire to return to dwell there, for none <laughs> shall return save such as shall escape." <laughs> Wow. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I just, I really feel like the more time goes on, the more I relate to the Israelites, where after a certain point, you just start to tune it out. You're just like, yes, Yahweh. Yes. I hear sure, you, man. Like, yes. Wow. Sure. Sure. Gotcha. Just keep doing your thing. He'll tire himself out eventually. Gosh. He will, though. And then eventually he'll go back and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was not nice. Yeah. No, he won't be sorry, but he'll be like, oh my God, now that I've put you in a terrible situation, I'll be the superhero who swoops in to save you from it. Mm, Praise me. Maybe then you'll finally love me. me. Oh, gosh. Gosh. Okay. Oh, he always just trying to get love. <laughs> he has, like, a lot of complexes. Oh, he's a big old bundle of complexes. You know what? He's so human. You know what? What if God were one of us? <laughs> just a slob like one of us? He Just like a stranger on the bus? He is, though. <laughs> yeah. He's just trying to make his way trying home. Trying to find his way home. <laughs> <laughs> we are children uh, of the yeah. 90s, everyone. <laughs> we there truly it is. are. <laughs> also, <sighs> this is funny because in one of the bonuses, I don't think we talked about it very much, but when I was looking up stuff about the Jews going to Egypt, like there's still parts of Egypt where Jews live supposedly from this time. So hmm. this clearly didn't happen. That's a, another interesting one. It's like, no, they all still live there, actually. Their, their descendants do, at least. Hmm. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah. Then all the men who knew that their wives burned incense to other gods and all the... Oh, we're, okay, okay, hold on. Oh, we're pinning it on the wives. I mean, of course, Dedeker. Low-hanging fruit, okay? Just... Yeah, yeah. Low. Yeah. Uh... And all the women who stood by 
a great assembly, even all the people who lived in the land of Egypt in Pathros, answered Jeremiah. Oh, I see. This is the response. <laughs> so this is all the men who knew their wives burned incense and all the women who were standing by Uh-oh. in Egypt when they heard this. They answered Jeremiah saying, As for the word that you have spoken to us in the name of Yahweh, we will not listen to you. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But Mm. we will certainly perform every word that has gone forth out of your mouth to burn incense to the queen of the sky. Must be Beyonce, right? (laughs) It's gotta be, right? Mm -hmm. And to pour... Wait, is Beyonce Lilith? No, she's not Lilith. Who's Lilith? She's she's, Asherah. She's she's Asherah. Have we cast Lilith? I don't know if we... Did we haven't because in this version of the Bible, Lilith hasn't actually yeah. well, she was like referenced but didn't really show up as a character, yeah, yeah, exactly. A friend of mine recently who listens to this show is like, If I ever have a girl, I want to name her Lilith. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm sure, I'm yep. sure that they exist. because of all of this lore, yeah. I love it, okay, yeah. Uh, and to pour out drink offerings to her as we have done. We and our fathers, our kings and our princes, in the city of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. For then we had plenty of food and were well and saw no evil. But since we left off burning incense to the queen of the sky and pouring out drink offerings to her, we have wanted all things and have been consumed by the sword and by the famine. When we burned incense to the queen of the sky and poured out drink offerings to her, did we make cakes to worship her and pour out drink offerings to her without our husbands? Did, did, did you? Did, did, did you? Did we? I, Cake. I don't know. They, did you? I don't know. Okay, so then Jeremiah said to all the people, to the men and to the women, even to all the people who had given, who, who had given him who answer. What? Even? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes this book does not make sense. It's all right. Just, you know, even to all the people who had given him who answer, say it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Answer. So, like all the people who were giving him sass just know. now. Yeah, to all those sass and back, <laughs> okay. he said. Yeah, I think, yeah. The incense that you burned in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, you and your fathers, your kings and your princes, and the people of the land, didn't Yahweh remember them? And didn't it come into his mind? so that Yahweh could no longer bear because of the evil of your doings and because of the abominations which you have committed? Therefore is your land become a desolation, an astonishment and a curse without inhabitant, as it is this day. So I guess it's like you you switch too late, I think. He's like, but he remembered that you had been doing that. And so I think that's what he's saying, right? Hmm. I, I think this is just getting into an argument about attribution of who caused the good things and who caused the bad things. Exactly, yeah. I guess Yahweh did both. Yeah. Yeah. We're really getting down to brass tacks. I feel like this this happens a lot in politics too, right? Where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, this bad thing that's happening now, it's because of the previous guy. And, you know, they're like, no, 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 this is because of the current guy. We were doing great when we were in. They're like, no, Mm -hmm. that was because of the one before you. It's kind of a... Before you, they set that up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's currently (laughs) happening. Yes. Because you have burned incense and because you have sinned against Yahweh and have not obeyed the voice of Yahweh, nor walked in his law, nor in his statutes, nor in his testimonies. Therefore, this evil has happened to you, as it is this day. Moreover, Jeremiah said to all the people and to all the women, 
both people and women. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's okay. Women are in people. Don't worry. Yeah, we know that. So that's what you have to clarify. They're distinct over here. Okay. People, women. Hear the word of Yahweh, all Judah, who are in the land of Egypt. Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, saying, you and your wives have both spoken with your mouths and <laughs> with your hands have fulfilled it, saying, we will surely perform our vows that we have vowed to burn incense to the queen of the sky and to pour out drink offerings to her. <laughs> yeah. Establish then your vows and perform your vows. Therefore, hear the word of Yahweh, all Judah who dwell in the land of Egypt. Behold, I have sworn by my great name, says Yahweh, that my name shall no more be named in the mouth of any man of Judah in all the land of Egypt, saying, as the Lord Yahweh lives. So, okay, so now he's like, don't even talk about me. Don't even say my name. Right. Just block me because I don't even want you to think about me anymore because you're, you're I can't dead block to me. you for some reason. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can't be the one to put up my own boundaries. You got to do it. Behold, I watch over them for evil and not for good. Mm. And all the men of Judah who are in the land of Egypt shall be consumed by the sword and by the famine until there be an end to them. Those who escape the sword shall return out of the land of Egypt and into the land of Judah few in number. And all the remnants of Judah who have gone into the land of Egypt to sojourn there shall know these words shall stand, mine or theirs. This shall be the sign to you, says Yahweh, that I will punish you in this place, that you may know that my words shall surely stand against you for evil, colon. Thus says Yahweh, behold, I will give Pharaoh Hopra, king of Egypt, into the hand of his enemies and into the hand of those who seek his life, as I gave Zedekiah, king of Judah, into the hand of Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, who was his enemy and sought his life. End of chapter. Wait, so the Pharaoh we're going to kill because Yahweh's making a point? Yeah, no, Yahweh's saying this is going to be the sign. Basically, the Pharaoh is going to be defeated, presumably by the Babylonians. This okay. was, I referenced this in the bonus episode last week where there's a little bit of disagreement about did Nebuchadnezzar actually defeat Egypt at this time? Historical records suggest it was a name of a different Pharaoh, actually, the Nebuchadnezzar. Drezer, Nezer Drezer fought with <laughs> versus Hofra was actually defeated by a different king. So yeah, it's, it's a little mm. bit um, right. muddy. Yeah, there's some mud. Some mud out there. There's some mud, yeah. Wait, did Jesus go to Egypt? <laughs> Why are you asking, Emily? Because somebody in the chat said that they did. By they, I mean Jesus. <laughs> Well, this is so this is so far in the future, but yeah. I mean, don't, like, okay. yes, yes. In short, yes. Okay. But I don't want to get into explaining the whole story because we're going to get there. Yeah. Don't worry yourself about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Cool. I was thinking like Rome and Romans, but yeah. whatever. Okay. You know? Well, it didn't go to Rome, but... Oh, wait. It's the Romans were all up in oh. literally everywhere else in the world. Yes. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. The Romans came to them. Okay. They didn't have to go to the Romans. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, but we won't get into that now. Yes. That's That's for... For later. That's for, yeah. for later on. Okay. John Michael's giving me spoilers, yes. and that's okay. fine because I won't remember, but whoa, cool. 
Okay, I'm going to go on to chapter 45. Okay, do it. It's a baby. It's a baby, baby chapter. The word that Jeremiah the prophet spoke to Baruch, the son of Neriah, when he wrote these word, these word, in a book. Single word. At the mouth of Jeremiah. Wow, those those prepositions were just all (laughs) over the place. Okay. Baruch is is Tom Holland, right? He's the scribe? Yes. Okay, great. Yes. Yes. He's really eager and he's really excited yeah. right yeah. now. He's a nice, sweet little boy, but also has a little bit of sass. He's got a little bit of a salty mouth, as we yes. established yeah, in, it's in good. the past. It's good. When he wrote these words in a book at the mouth of Jeremiah, in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, to you, Baruch. Whoa, whoa. Straight wow. to you. This is no, this is big. Uh, to me? Whoa. Whoa. This is big. You Yahweh speaking through Jeremiah. Is this the, hold on. Directly to Baruch. Is this the same Baruch though? Because here we got the clarification. It's Baruch, the son of Neriah. And I feel like before when we talked about Baruch being the scribe, he didn't get the the great honor of us knowing whose son he was. Let's look that up for the bonus. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna read this. Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, to you, Baruch. You did say, woe is me now, for Yahweh has added sorrow to my pain. I am weary with my groaning and I find no rest. Thus shall you tell him. Thus says Yahweh, behold, that which I have built will I break down and that which I have planted I will pluck up in this in the whole land. Seek you great things for yourself? Don't seek them. For behold, I will bring evil on all flesh, says Yahweh, but your life will I give to you for a prey in all places where you go. I hope that I'm I'm understanding this correctly, that this is a good thing that he's telling Baruch, don't worry, I'll, I'll, I got your back. I'm going to give your life as a... Or is it you're going to be stressed? I, I think he's saying, look, it's going to be bad, but you'll uh-huh. be okay. I think what that's... What is Eugene... What does Eugene say? Well, let me tell you, first of all... Yeah, we haven't consulted Jeannie. First of all, Baruch ben Neriah is the same Baruch. Same so this Baruch. is still okay. Tom Holland, so don't okay, even worry okay. about it. Don't even worry about it. Good. Yeah. I was like, that would be really ironic if they found yet another Baruch to be the scribe <laughs> yeah. of, of Jeremiah at this particular yeah, yeah, moment yeah. in time. So okay. once I get past all of the like intro, intro, intro stuff... God is basically saying, okay, here, so verses four and five. God says, look around. What I've built, I'm about to wreck. And what I've planted, <laughs> I'm about to rip up. And I'm doing it everywhere, all over the whole earth. So forget about making any big plans for yourself. Things are going to get worse before they get better. But don't worry, I'll keep you alive through the whole business. Thanks, God. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Oh, you get to, you'll be able yeah. to witness all of it happening. It's going to suck wasn't a lot. This, was this not the same Yahweh who was just encouraging Jeremiah to make some real estate investments because it's going to be okay? That was to Jeremiah. This is to Baruch. But to Baruch, he's like, don't even. Don't, just don't just, even get yeah. too big for your britches. Don't even think about it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Goodness. Wow. Okay, well, that was that was the end of my chapter. It was a little shorty. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. I guess, should we take a break? Yeah, let's go fill some drinks. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break before we go on to Jeremiah's chapter 46 and 47. But in the meantime, we'd like to take a moment to talk about how you can support this show. If it's something that you're enjoying, if you're having a good time, if you're learning things with us, hopefully not from us, but sort of with us, I guess, because <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But if you're enjoying the show and you want to support it, the best way that you can do that is to spread the word. Tell other people about it. 
bring your friends, get all your pals to listen to Drunk Bible Study. Make a maybe make a Drunk Bible Study Drunk Bible Study group would be a fun thing to do. <laughs> Uh, we would love that. It would be great. Write us a nice review, things like that. Help us get the word out about the show. Also, if you're able to contribute financially and you want some fun little bonus things, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash study. There, we just have one tier. We keep it super simple. $6 a month. And that gets you things like early access to our shows, uh, you get a personal toast on the show when you join. And then Emily posts her cocktail recipes on there. It's it's a fun time. We would love to have you be part of that. And whether you're a patron or not, please join us on Facebook in Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group where people post all sorts of memes and, and comments and observations and personal stories and things like that. It's It's great. It's a lot of fun. It's one of the few places on social media that I actually like to spend time. So definitely go and check that out. And we're back and it's on to Jeremiah 46. Here we go. The word of Yahweh, which came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the nations of Egypt, colon, concerning the army of Pharaoh, Necho. 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 Nech. Kind of looks like looks Neko. Like Neko. I call him Neko. Yeah, I love it. Pharaoh Neko. Played by a cat. Yeah. He's a cat, which is understandable considering oh, yeah. Egypt. Orcs. <laughs> Pharaoh Neko, king of Egypt, which was by the river Euphrates in Carchemish, which Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, struck in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. I knew all those names, but <laughs> good. good thing, because that was a lot of names at once. Prepare you the buckler and shield and draw near to battle. Harness the horses and get up, you horsemen, and stand forth with your helmets. Furbish the spears, put on the coats of mail. Why have I seen it? They are dismayed and are turned backward, and their mighty ones are beaten down and have fled apace. And don't look back. Terror is on every side, says Yahweh. Don't let the swift flee away, nor the mighty man escape. In the north by the river Euphrates, have they stumbled and fallen. So what are they talking about? They're like, people are going to die in Egypt. What's happening? I think, yeah, basically the same just as always, right? That that you're going to get conquered. Yeah, it's going to go very, very bad. Yeah, yeah. Who is this who rises up like the Nile, whose waters toss themselves like the rivers? Egypt rises up like the Nile, and his waters toss themselves like the rivers. And he says, I will rise up. I will cover the earth. I will destroy cities and the inhabitants of it. Is that like God saying that? Of course. Uh, yeah. Wait, is this God? I think this is... I don't know. Jeremiah. I think he's talking about Nebuchadrezzar saying this. Oh, okay. Or Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. Go up, you horses, and rage, you chariots, and let the mighty men go forth. Cush and put. Huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> it says cush and put. That sounds like cush and put brands of weed. Is that yeah. the, the the name of a town? Put is put put. What? Yeah, you're right. P U T. Okay. All right. And cush. Is it it's capitalized like the name of a city though? Yes, both of them are capitalized. Okay, great. So it's either a person or a Oh, no, it's okay. It says, let the mighty men go forth, colon, 
push and put. put to handle the shield. Yeah. So they're, they're our comedy duo. Oh, fun. That give us some great physical comedy handling the shield. Good, good. Who handle the shield and the Ludum who handle and bend the bow. For that day is a day of the Lord, Yahweh of hosts, a day of vengeance that he may avenge him of his adversaries. And the sword shall devour and be satiate. Satiate? Satiate? Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like the adjective yeah, like form satiated. of satiated. Satiate, yeah. And shall drink its fill of their blood. For the Lord Yahweh of hosts has a sacrifice in the north country by the river Euphrates. Go up into Gilead and take balm, virgin daughter of Egypt. Oh, <laughs> balm of Gilead. Yeah. Oh, there it balm is again. Gilead. Yeah, we've seen that before, right? Yeah, we have. Yeah. 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 In vain do you use many medicines. There is no healing for you. The nations have heard your shame, and the earth is full of your cry, for the mighty men has stumbled against the mighty. They are fallen, both of them together. The word that Yahweh spoke to Jeremiah the prophet, how that Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, should come and strike the land of Egypt. So, Declare so, sorry, yes. I, can, I can clarify this based on looking at the message. Oh. All that stuff you just said was indented, and now you've just started a new one. And this is now God's message about Nebuchadnezzar on his way to Egypt, I guess. Okay. Or maybe a second message on the same topic, more likely. Okay. But we're now talking about other, yeah, same topic, different message. Declare you in Egypt and publish in Migdal and publish in Memphis and in Taphanes. Say you, stand forth and prepare you for the sword is devoured round about you. Why are your strong ones swept away? They didn't stand because Yahweh did drive them. He made many to stumble. Yes, they fell one on another and they said, arise and let us go again to our own people into the land of our birth from the oppressing sword. They cried there, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, is but a noise. He has let the appointed time pass by. What? <laughs> what are they talking about? Uh, what What verse did you just read? I'm trying to follow along. 17. The message is so different from what you just read that it's hard to even really? tell where you are. Oh, wow. Yeah. 17. So, so I'm going to start from 15 because classic the message doesn't have verse numbers yeah. on every verse. Okay. So it says, why will your bull god Apis run off? Because God will drive him off. It's like a knock-knock joke. Zinger. <laughs> your, your, your ragtag army will fall to pieces. The word is passing through the ranks. Let's get out of here while we still can. Let's head for home and save our skins. When they get home, they'll nickname Pharaoh, quote, big talk, bad luck. <laughs> 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 Cool. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. I don't. It's I don't really know. Good. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like he's but a noise. I say. Okay. That's that uh, okay. Big old, talk. Bad big luck. Talk, bad luck. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Good job. Good one, Eugene. Well. Well done. As I live, says the King, whose name is Yahweh of Hosts. Surely, like Tabor among the mountains, and like Carmel by the sea, so shall he come. Your daughter who dwell in Egypt, furnish yourself to go into captivity. For Memphis shall become a desolation and shall be burnt up without inhabitants. 
Egypt is a very beautiful heifer. <laughs> um, like like a heifer that's going to be slaughtered. Is that what he's setting up here? Sadly, I think. Yes. I think he's I think he's negging Egypt. Mm. It's like wow. real beautiful for a cow, you know what I'm saying? Jeez. <laughs> oh man. But destruction out of the north has come. It has come. Also, her hired men in the midst of her are like calves of the stall. For they are also turned back. They are fled away together. They didn't stand, for the day of their calamity has come on them, the time of their visitation. The sound of it shall go like the serpent, for they shall march with an army and come against her with axes as woodcutters. They shall cut down her forest, says Yahweh, though it can't be searched, because they are more than the locusts, and they are innumerable. The daughter of Egypt shall be disappointed. She shall be delivered into the hands of the people of the north. Is this all speculation at this point or like he's prophesying? Prophesying, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. And that was the end of the prophecy, which you just okay. finished there. All right. Now we've unindented and now we're back to other stuff. I guess we're going to set up a new prophecy. Classic. Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel says, Behold, I will punish Ammon of no, and no, and Pharaoh and Egypt with her gods, and her kings, even Pharaoh, and those who trust in him. And I will deliver them into the hand of those who seek their lives, and into the hand of Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, and into the hand of his servants, and afterwards it shall be inhabited, as in the days of old, says Yahweh. But don't be afraid, you, Jacob, my servant. (laughs) Neither be dismayed, Israel, for behold, I will save you from afar and your seed from the land of their captivity and Jacob shall return and shall be quiet and at ease and none shall make him afraid. Don't be afraid, you, O Jacob, my servant, says Yahweh, for I am with you, for I will make a full end of all the nations where I have driven you, but I will not make a full end of you, but I will correct you in a measure and will in no way leave you unpunished. <laughs> Don't even get attached to the idea of going unpunished. Not going to happen. Wow. Gosh, Eugene says, Calm I'm down, not God. finished with you yet. Oh my God. Boy, oh boy. Away. Wow. Wow. Uh, okay, that was it. Yes. It's you, Jace. Oh, this is me again. Okay, the tiniest chapter. Tiniest boy, yeah. The second tiniest chapter. Chapter 47. It's Doomsday for the Philistines is the title in the message. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. The word of Yahweh that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the Philistines before that Pharaoh struck Gaza. Thus says Yahweh, colon, Behold, waters rise up out of the north and shall become an overflowing stream and shall overflow the land and all that is therein the city and those who dwell therein and the men shall cry and all the inhabitants of the land shall wail at the noise of the stamping of the hooves of his strong ones, at the rushing of his chariots, at the rumbling of his wheels. The fathers don't look back to their children for feebleness of hands because of the day that comes to destroy all the Philistines, to cut off from Tyre and Sidon every helper who remains. For Yahweh will destroy the Philistines, the remnant of the Isle of Kaftor. Baldness is come on Gaza. Oh. 
Oh, unfortunate. Uh, unrelated. How unfortunate. <laughs> A plague of baldness. <laughs> yeah. Ashkelon is brought to nothing. The remnant of their valley. How long will you cut yourself? The sword of Yahweh. How long will it be before you be quiet? Yikes. Put up yourself into your scabbard. Rest and be still. Some metaphor I didn't follow. <laughs> How can you be quiet, seeing Yahweh has given you a charge against Ashkelon and against the seashore? There he has appointed it. What? I don't know what just happened. So, okay, I feel like we took a hard left <laughs> turn from, I'm going to punish yeah. you. Don't even think that you're going to go for a second unpunished to also the Philistines going to destroy them. So be happy about that. Sure. Like I've again got a little bit of some whiplash about like, wait, who is Yahweh mad at? Wait, are we supposed to be happy? Are we supposed to be afraid? Oh, wait, what is happening? Oh God. I wonder, I feel like we're missing a lot of kind of in-between connecting context between these. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yes. maybe it's like Jeremiah came and gave this speech from Yahweh to people in Egypt who were being jerks to him. And then maybe he gave this other message to people who were a little more cool. And so he's like, hey, it's going to be all right. You're going to conquer your enemies. I mean, you will get punished. No questioning that. But like, but like, you'll also win some things too. Maybe that's like, we're just missing that context around these speeches. Sure. 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 Why not? He just doesn't want them to get too settled and too happy Mm. and too anything. Yeah, Yeah, that he wants to keep them on their toes. Yeah, he's constantly writing that line right between yeah making sure they know that they should be afraid, but I can't scare them off entirely. I gotta try to. Mm, I see. You know, put some crumbs in there a little bit to still keep them on my side. Okay, seems like a stressful position to be in, Yahweh. Mm -hmm. You could just try being nice. I mean, you're gonna catch more flies. Oh. He doesn't know how to do that. He doesn't know how to do that. But you're right. That would be nice. All right. Well, speaking of catching flies. Let's catch some flies. Because now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS. The part of the show where DBS comes out and sings, I mean, reads some psalms. Psalm 55 for the chief musician on stringed instruments, a contemplation by David. Listen to my prayer, God. Don't hide yourself from my supplication. like your David voice. Attend to me and answer me. He's very soft right now. Sometimes he's angry. I guess it's a contemplation. That's true. Indeed. Yeah. I am restless in my complaint and moan because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they bring suffering on me. In anger, they hold a grudge against me. My heart is severely pained within me. The terrors of death have fallen on me. Fearfulness and trembling have come on me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, oh, that I had a wings like a dove. Oh. Then I would fly away and be at rest. Oh. <laughs> Behold, Aww. then I would wander far off. I would lodge in the wilderness. Oh. Selah. Mm. I would hurry to a shelter from the stormy wind and storm. Okay. Confuse them, Lord, and confound their language, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they prowl around on its walls. Malice and abuse are also within her. Destructive forces are within her. Threats and lies don't depart from her streets, for it was not an enemy who insulted me. Then I could have endured it. 
Neither was it he who hated me who raised himself up against me. Then I would have hidden myself from him. But it was you, a man like me, my companion and my familiar friend. We took sweet fellowship together. We walked in God's house with company. So wait, he's not talking about God here? Who the heck is he talking about? He's talking about Jonathan? Whoa. I think it might, maybe it's Saul. It's someone who's betrayed him. Whoa. Well, Saul is always betraying him. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's kind of his deal. Let death, yeah. Let death come suddenly on them. Let them go down alive and shield, for wickedness is among them in their dwelling. As for me, I will call on God. Yahweh will save me. Evening, morning, and at noon, I will cry out in distress. <laughs> he will hear my voice. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. Although there are many who oppose me, God, who is enthroned forever, will hear and answer them. Selah. They never change and don't fear God. He raised his hands against his friends. He has violated his covenant. His mouth was smooth as butter, but his heart was war. Oh my. This is it. David is very sexual always. His words. Always, yeah. <laughs> his words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on Yahweh and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be moved, but you, God, will bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. Wow. Wow. There it is. That was it. Wow. I, I feel like this was like a, this was a breakup psalm. Mm. You know? Wait, for, breakup with Saul? I don't know. Someone. It's unclear who this is about. We should look it up. Maybe we could look that up in a bonus. Yeah. That could be good. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, oh, you know, your kisses were so sweet, but they were also like daggers in my heart. You know, like that kind of a... Yeah. Is that what you say <laughs> during your breakup? I'm actually getting that from the messages version. Oh, this. what? Really? Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It says, uh, his words, which were music to my ears turned to daggers in my heart. Oh, man. Wow. You, wow. That's Eugene's breakup. Is that song. where that comes from? <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Next is Psalm 56. For the chief musician, to the tune of, quote, silent dove in distant lands. <laughs> love that poem, song. I love that. <laughs> a poem by David when the Philistines seized him in Gath. Okay. Oh. <gasps> so things are tense. <sighs> Be merciful to me, God, for man wants to swallow me up. All day long, he attacks and oppresses me. My enemies want to swallow me up all day long, for they are many who fight proudly against me. When I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. In God, I praise his word. In God, I put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? All day long, they twist my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They conspire and lurk, watching my steps. They are eager to take my life. Shall they escape by iniquity? In anger, cast down the people's God. You count my wanderings. You put my tears into your container. Weird. Weird. (laughs) What What does that mean? Aren't they in your book? Then my enemies shall turn back in the day that I call. I know this, that God is for me. In God, I will praise his word. In Yahweh, I will praise his word. I have put my trust in God. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Your vows are on me, God. I will give thank offerings to you. For you have delivered my soul from death and prevented my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living. 
Beautiful. Wow. David's having a rough time. I can appreciate, though. I thought for sure, knowing the context that, like, this is when he's, what was it? It was when the Philistines seized him. I thought for sure it was going to be like, God, my enemies, they're terrible. Don't let them hurt me. I am so good. But No, he's genuinely but, sad and well, scared. But, but I appreciate he's at least trying to pump himself up. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Flesh can't hurt me. It's yeah. fine. God's got my back. No worries. Yeah. Well, that's kind of nice. What a nice yeah. boy. Nice for David. Yeah. He's a, a nice, nice boy. boy, this David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Gosh. Okay, folks. What a journey we've been on. Indeed. And we just have Indeed. two more episodes of Jeremiah wow. left. So close. Wow. So, yeah. so close. I'm really excited. And the quiz. That's awesome. It's going to be great. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be I'm tough. So <laughs> it's going to be really tough. <laughs> and then what? what is after this? We have to decide that. I'm pretty mm. sure we're going to go on to the next prophet, the next major prophet, who is, uh, who is, who's the next major prophet? I thought you had this answer prepared, Jace. You, you, no, I really didn't. I didn't expect Emily to ask me this. Well, we're going in the Jewish order, right? Yes. Right now. Yes. Yes. Let's see. Uh, oh, according to this, I think next might be Lamentations. Boy. Uh. Sounds like a real, real upper of a book. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think well, there's a lot of real quotable stuff in Lamentations, though. So I know it, yeah? it tends to come up okay. in quotes that I've looked at for like other things we've researched. It's come up with quotes from Lamentations. So, okay. so I think it'll be good. Oh, okay. David in the chat. People says are saying it's, it's good. So, so good. So that's going to be great. So, so good. Great. All right. All right. How exciting. I'm excited for so, so good. Well, should we do this thing? Yeah. Let's do it. Get out of here. Yep. Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book club, whoa. He's got a history of skimming past All the pages of ageless confessional shit